today, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the first episode of F2.8, the photography podcast. In this episode, we talk about our approach to photography in our relative countries with Will Lamerton. Hey, how you How you doing? Oh, great, Sorry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is actually uh, attempt two of filming this because, of course, yesterday we were meant to film it. Oh, I thought we were meant to film it, but time zones um, got us a little bit confused. So oh, here we are sure, now, mate. though. Here we are, yeah. I know, so, times. I, mean, I still find it crazy to think about um, that it's Wednesday night for me, like right late at night. I've, yeah. I've had my dinner. I'm relaxing. I've had, I've had a beer, and in the you're just waking up on Thursday morning. Yeah, it's nine o'clock here, so this uh, so, the sun's just come up, and yeah, not a bad way to start the morning with a that's, that's, podcast with a good mate. Um, <laughs> so now, uh, you, how long have you been doing photography for? Oh, uh, probably. Sorry, I've got to think. Um, probably since probably six, no, five years, five years now five since years, I was probably like. Wow. Yeah. So no, I'm not not very long in comparison to a lot of people, but you know it's becoming a, it's becoming a bit of a, an obsession these days, and it's yeah. <laughs> it's ingrained in everything I do. So, but no, yeah, probably about five six years. Yeah, and what camera do you, do you shoot on? I shoot now. Well, and I've been shooting on it for a while. I've been shooting with a Sony A7, so it's the first generation A7. Um, which is quite a few years old now, but I've never really felt like I needed to upgrade it because yeah, it's still yeah. it's strong. All the images are great. The raw files are, are amazing. So I've never really felt like I need to to upgrade it. Um, but I want to this year. This year I'm, I'm, I might awesome. upgrade again. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been shooting on the Nikon D3300 for about six years now, I think. Um, really? Yeah, I'm in need of an upgrade. Like the grip on the camera's peeling off because of course it gets to friggin 45 degrees some days here um one of my one of my close mates his grip actually melted on a 46 degree day <laughs> so Jeez, like is that celsius yeah that's celsius yeah <laughs> my god genuinely like anything above 16 degrees here starts to get like too hot for me i'm starting to feel <laughs> last week last week in the uk it was minus seven here at night and in the wow. and minus day like it's been frozen here oh. what do you do there at this time of year sorry what's i guess it's is it summer over there for you then it's summer here but it feels like winter because it's just been raining like we get like last season last summer we had most days were like in the 30s to 45 like really, really hot, um, and then this summer, because of climate change, it's just been like we'd have one thirty-five degree day, and then just like two weeks of rain, which is actually really good. Because you know, last season we had these awful wildfires. I had yeah. about two or three asthma attacks in the in, really? in the space of one week, and it was just red sky all the time but yeah so it's been a crazy season just on and off rain and then sunshine it's just, yeah it's been really weird um, yeah. it sounds like a lot time to be honest with you aside from the heat the heat gets nowhere near what kind of you experience but that's pretty much our summertime it's just rain and then a bit of sunshine yeah, and yeah, the, yeah. The, the right there <laughs> yeah so uh, what 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 do you reckon are some of your favourite spots to shoot in in your area? How how familiar are you with kind of like where where I live and everything? Not that familiar. I know that uh, like however many thousands of miles away. So <laughs> <laughs> um, I know that you shoot a bit in Devon um, and uh, Cornwall, but uh, yeah. yeah, that's that's really it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I was born in Cornwall. So I don't know how much people know about the kind of geography of the of the UK um, and everything. But um, so yeah, I'm right on like the southwest, which is the out kind of like almost like boot shape on the end. Okay. So I, I was born in Cornwall, moved to Devon when I was very young, 
And that's pretty much where I shoot, especially during this kind of, uh, we'll probably talk about COVID as we go and everything, yeah, yeah, but yeah. like it's pretty, pretty hard hit at the moment. So yeah, I've heard know, COVID it's... over there is just absolutely just terrible. Oh. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, and I'll, and I'll say this openly. Although there's all these rules and lockdowns, I mean, I've I've been touch wood, very lucky not to have really encountered anything where I am. And again, touch wood, and I don't want to jinx anything, but I don't know anyone that's had it yet. Um, so it's so although it's meant to be bad, I mean, I think we're kind of in a very quiet area of the UK. So, but still, all the lockdowns are here, so I haven't been able to travel very much. So most of kind of my favorite spots at the moment are definitely in sort of uh, uh, Devon and Cornwall um, on the coast, um, which is always, it's always so beautiful. Um, we've been saying for years, we've got to make it over to each other's countries one day. Yeah, no, well, I was actually planning on trying to get to uh, England or the UK uh, this year, but it doesn't okay. look like that's going to happen. So yeah, because <laughs> of... Yeah, well, I mean, I would, but it seems like it's a little bit crazy at the moment over there. I'll be honest with you, it's, it's quiet. There's, there's, no, there's no one doing anything. Everyone's just sat at home. It's not, not crazy. It's just, it's just dead. Um, but yeah, oh, I, didn't know you, I didn't know you were. I didn't know you were planning to come over. When it's all over, you've got to. Oh, mate, it is, it is on my bucket list. Uh, let me tell yeah. you, like, I've always wanted to go there, see the Lake District and the peak district and of course devon and the beautiful coastlines over there as well um yeah oh mate you've got the the good news is is once you're in the uk you're never really that far compared to like the size of australia and things you're never really that far from it yeah yeah true true and wouldn't that be crazy like oh if we've been talking all these years and suddenly we we can go shoot together in devon or cornwall or whatever it is it'd be the dream mate it'd be the dream (laughs) that'd be awesome um but yeah no uh covid here i mean it's been quite yeah, good yeah no it's been like my brother had it uh and then my Ooh. dad had it and then my stepmom had it um so we, we all kind of caught it uh i've had a, clo- a few close shaves i've never had it but um yeah, yeah no because my brother was in the netherlands and then when he ca- got back he went to a party with a bunch of mates and of course then it, then it just blew up um and but yeah no here it's just like you go to bondi and it's just it, you can't even tell covid is a thing like no one wears masks it's like if you're in the city everyone is wearing a mask but if you're at the beach like there's thousands of people at bondi and really no one has a mask it's so bad wow. yeah but is, is it bad over there or is it kind of like no so it kind of goes in dips where like the government gets comfortable and loosens the restrictions a little bit. And then it, of course, like someone gets in and COVID kind of goes up again. And we yeah. had a case of a uh, flight attendant, I think having it in Manly. And of course it uh-huh. spread to Wollongong and then through and all the places, towns are just outside of Sydney and yeah. Sydney kind of went into a small lockdown again. Um, but that's kind of the recurring thing. I don't want to talk too much yeah. about it because I'm nowhere near a professional on it. So, but <laughs> um, yeah, no, it, it's it's not too bad. You kind of like forget um, that it's here in a way. Really? So, yeah. Because right now, like, we have the restrictions of like through the roof. Like, yeah. we can't go to parks, we can't go to restaurants, we can't eat out. Um, you know, we have to wear masks in shops. Gyms aren't open. Oh, wow. No, to, yeah. The only, only shops open right now are supermarkets. So where we go and get our food, that's the only place open right now. <laughs> yeah, no, you're, so your media company, Bar Media. Um, so was that ever put at risk because of COVID? You know, I was, so I, I don't know when it started to kick off in Australia, but over here, I guess it was, probably last March is, is our first lockdown hit. And, you know, I think at that time it was, everyone was quite scared yeah. about like how the impact financially, the impact on work and everything like that. And and me included, I, I mean, you, you're traveling into an unknown. I mean, you don't know people are losing their jobs. You don't know what's going to, what's going to happen. So yeah, at the beginning, I wouldn't say there was a risk, but I was certainly 
um, certainly scared and worried about it. Yeah. Um, but as as we've gone on, it's actually I've I've been very fortunate and everything has stayed pretty stable and we're, st- we're still growing. So that's awesome. It has, yeah, it has been pro- it's been good. Uh, it's been a relief. And as the you know as the lockdowns have gone on, it's we've kind of got used to working how we're working and you know the kind the current climate. And it is what it is. I think the problem is, is the longer it goes on in the UK, the worse it's going to get now financially for people. Yeah, in the beginning, yeah, yeah. it was. In the beginning, it was about COVID and you know, you know, protecting everyone in the in the short term. But now, I think as this goes on, we're seeing a lot a lot more kind of impact financially on people. So, yeah, you know, I think I think everyone over here, I think, is very eager to to get out. <laughs> yeah, I can <laughs> imagine. The- yeah, no, um, we had that stage here restaurants closed um yeah. I, I actually lost my job for a bit as well because really? i'm a i'm a pool lifeguard so yeah. yeah all the leisure centers were closed and it was yeah no it was a there was a tough time that uh we did yeah, for sure you know, we did go through that but um yeah no uh talk, talk me through a bit about your media company because i noticed that you worked with a a company uh based in Covelli Village. There's actually Covelli Beach near near me, so I yeah. find that really cool. Um, but yeah, <laughs> like this. yeah, run yeah, me yeah, cool. run me through the stuff that you guys uh get up to over at Bar Media. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So you know, I, in the beginning, I saw was doing everything freelance style. So I've been full time, kind of doing photography full time since i was 18 so i I went full-time when i was 18 i just finished college um i was doing it freelance just alone working with brands and doing all that and part way down the line i met i i was always i was friends with uh, another guy that i work with called matt who's who's awesome yeah um i met the two kind of other people i started the business with in the beginning probably about a year into my kind of photography career okay like and they were actually clients to begin with I was helping them with photos because they both had businesses of their own. So I was helping them with their photos because one was in finance and the other one was um, in like graphic design and that also had a holiday let. So I was, I was working with them as clients, you know, we just, we just seemed to, we just seemed to click and, you know, we we started chatting more and, you know, out of, out of that formed, um, formed Bar Media, which basically we offer not only photography and kind of videography, but now we're kind of doing digital marketing as well. So we're helping people with their social media. We're, um, we're, we're building websites. Again, at, at the beginning of last year, we had um, my, my, my best mate, um, Matt, join, which was amazing. I knew him in college. We'd always start, talked about starting a business together. And it was amazing for him to kind of join us as well. And we're all kind of growing it together, which is epic. So he kind of heads up the tech front now. So we're, we're building websites for people, building apps for people. Um, which is which is awesome. So we can offer the, the creative photography as well as kind of the website and the social to go with it, which is which is so awesome. And then I was lucky again last year. This is what I mean. We're, we're quite lucky with COVID. Is uh, my partner Lottie actually got to come on board as a as a photographer as well. So we're slowly building out a team, basically that offers all sorts of all sorts of different things. It's it's amazing because everyone's creative. We all kind of we're all very close knit. So That's yeah, it's awesome. awesome. Yeah, no, that yeah. sounds like a that sounds like a dream job for you. That really <laughs> sounds so cool. Um, yeah, you have no idea how lucky I feel. Gen- genuinely, I'm I'm pretty humbled every day. Yeah, to to yeah. It, so it's, it's so sick. That's awesome. You you know, because I noticed a difference. Um, I noticed um that you shoot at Clavelli Beach, and we've got oh, Clavelli yeah. Beach here yeah. as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Um, when I put the uh, location tag in Quo Valley. Quo Valley Village always comes up in the UK. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, I, uh, yeah, I love Quo Valley Beach. I grew up there, so it's part of my up? life. Yeah, so. What, what, what kind of inspires your photography? Because obviously I see a lot around the coast as well. And, you know, you shoot at Clavelli Beach and, you know, all sorts of these lovely, like, water locations. What kind of, what, what's brought your inspiration to? You always love hearing what other photographers and what drives them. Yeah, no, so I have a, a, a genuine love for the ocean so I yeah. really do enjoy shooting oceanscapes and I always like I always enjoy kind of trying to bring through a relaxing vibe to my photos yeah. kind of you know you it's a bit of a like a mental fresh air when you look at it um yeah. and 
yeah, so that's one of the inspirations behind it. But for me, I've kind of always a little bit been cooped up in Sydney because I only rely on public transport because uh, yeah. I don't actually have my driver's license yet. And I am in the process, and that's actually one of my aims for 2021 to get my license. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but I don't know. Awesome. It, it's yeah, it's just capturing the you know the relaxing scenes, but also whatever you know the the uh, the mood of the where how I'm feeling on location is kind of how I try to portray. If it's like a massive storm and, you know, storm clouds, I, I go for like an intense shot and I, je- yeah. I kind of use like long exposures to do that. So I always shoot with tripods because I do mm. lots of long exposures. I but, love the long exposures. Yeah. Those are so good. I don't have the, believe it or not, I don't actually have, the, I, I don't have the filters to do long exposure. Oh, I don't, really? Doesn't really, up, doesn't really come up very often in work. So, um you know, I haven't actually, I haven't actually bought any filters. <laughs> but yeah. so when I, when I see your kind of like oceanscapes and the long exposures that you do, wow, they just, they're just magical. Oh, thanks, mate. Yeah, mate. yeah, they're so good. They're so good. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, uh, looking at your work on Instagram, I have your post notifications on for me. Um, oh, do you? On my Instagram. So <laughs> I see pretty much every one of your photos. Um, And I tell you what, you don't need, 10 stops or anything like that your photos are just amazing as they are and that really really shows talent when all you need is your camera and you just you just go at it and your photos are insanely good so kudos to you for that yeah thank you i really appreciate it no mate it's so so awesome to hear and uh, i really genuinely it's as I said, it, it's humbling every day to because isn't Instagram such a friendly place as well? I mean, it's where we met, and you know it's amazing to have like because all all the all, all the nice comments and the encouraging community behind yeah, like, everything. Yeah, no. Instagram is a photographer. Yeah, so Instagram Instagram is great. I uh, kind of have you know just swept it under the rug a little bit for a bit because uh, I kind of got a little bit sick of the instagram community in a way uh oh so here i am raving about the instagram community (laughs) (laughs) no i I, it's not that i don't like the instagram community it's just i kind of felt like for a bit for me at least like i know that your business is entirely run on instagram pretty much my business I've never really gained that much traction. Like I've been on Instagram for maybe five, six years and I'm only at 850 followers. So it's not really been something that I grow that much on. So I just focus on other things like YouTube and my website. Uh, YouTube, like it's great. I love the platform. I love, I love it so much. Just making videos about my location, uh, on location shoots. And it's, so much fun it's so much fun of course it takes yeah, yeah, yeah. Me- I, love, I love i love the videos as well i see i, I see them go out you do like you do one almost every week don't you yeah it's, i try yeah. to upload them every week i was i bought a new bag just recently so i tried to make a video about that yesterday but i'm not very good at reviews and gear stuff so <laughs> i just got really infuriated at my inability to make a video and i gave up so i don't think there's gonna be an upload this week but yeah, no, I try to get one up, up every week. It is a bit stressful at times because I have to kind of go out on location and, you know, film those videos. And I had a close call with um a, someone chasing after me uh, on an early morning shoot just recently. Yeah, so I went into the city. It was 4 a.m. Probably my fault for going into the city <laughs> at 4 a.m. But I'm setting up my Canon M50 and my Nikon D3300, and then I see someone speed walking towards me. I'm like, I'm out of here. So really? I just, yeah, no. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're a runner. You're a runner. You, I'd be running too. Oh, uh, yeah, Jeez. no. I, I went around the corner. Luckily, there was a uh, hotel just around the corner, so I went in there and caught an Uber home. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so do you have any, uh, fun stories about, uh, different shoots you've done? Maybe funny stories or something like that. 
Oh, yeah, I get, mate, I, I've been doing it, I've, been, I've, had, I've had so many shoots these days that, you know, it's you know, hard to pick out just like a few iconic ones and funny ones. I think the, the funniest ones were in my very, very early days of photography, um, because I, before I did like any like brand work, I, I tried my hand at wedding photography. Oh. And yeah, yeah, that was the first thing, because when, when, I, when I was like 17, um, and I was thinking about like how do I make money from photography? How do I how do I how do I do any? How do I make a business out of this? Because I had no I, I had no idea, um, you know. And you immediately I, I kind of thought like oh, there's family portraiture, there's weddings, you know, there's okay. that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I, I decided to do weddings. Well, I'll try weddings. And my God, is it one of the most? It's one of the most. I, I, kudos to all the amazing like wedding photographers out there in the world because. Um, although I loved it and enjoyed it, it's also one of the most stressful, stressful jobs in the world. Because can you imagine your camera packing up right, or you have the SD card breaking, sort of midway through someone's like special day? You know, it'd be it'd be horrifying. So that was great. But it, the one thing I that I did love about wedding photography is like how welcoming people are of you. Yeah. yeah. And you know, all of my best, some of my best shoots were all day, and I was knackered. And then afterwards, they when you finish capturing their day, like you know, every, almost every wedding they invite you to join kind of the party. That's awesome. So I know I, I didn't I didn't know that was part of it, but you know, the first one I thought, oh, it's nice they're offering me a drink. But then like, every, almost every wedding I ever did, you know, they invite you to join the party afterwards. And I just have really great memories of being like a 17, 18 year old just getting drunk after photographing a wedding, and you know, and yeah. You, you 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 spend your day all being professional and I, I look back and I cringe because you know I, I spent I after every wedding because it was before I drove as well so I used to my mum used to take me to my wedding shoots and I used to get clamber into my mum's car at the end of like, at like midnight when the wedding finished and I'd be like half drunk uh, but it had been a great day I'd, ca- I'd captured like I'd captured this awesome day in the photo and I was really pleased with the photos and I'd had a great time socializing with the people that you were capturing so I guess that was so, uh, there's some funny there's some funny stories but i won't i won't talk to you that's awesome i've heard so yeah. much about uh wedding shoots and i have gone through a little bit of a stage like i've done one <laughs> wedding yeah no it was a little bit stressful and i can totally imagine like the dread <laughs> of what is gonna happen on a wedding shoot this woman you know, or and man, or woman, woman, man, man. You know, they're yeah, they're yeah. so invested on this wonderful day, and if something went wrong, yeah. oh, you'd feel so bad. Uh, yeah, once my 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 lens was I have because I because I shoot Sony, it's all digital, right? And it, like every part of it is digital. And you know, I once I was having trouble with my lens not connecting properly. Like every five minutes, my my the the, the aperture on my lens wouldn't be adjusted, yeah. and it would like. Kick, and you know what happens when you detach the lens off of your camera and it shows there's no aperture? That's what it was doing, like, even though the lens was connected to the camera. So I was having <laughs> fucking wedding and my like lens was detaching and I couldn't change the aperture. And it was like the worst nightmare for, for, a, phot- for a photographer ever. Especially for a 17-year-old photographer who's <laughs> being paid for one of his first wedding shoots. Oh, you yes. poor guy. I just couldn't, no, I, I couldn't yeah. handle the stress of wedding shoots, honestly. No, so I, you, you, just have to det- you have to detach the lens and like kind of clean the connector, connectors bits between it and then put it back on it. It'd work for probably like another 15 minutes and then it would start to, you just, I remember, luckily nothing, I ca- it was a great wedding. I, ca- I managed to get all the shots that I needed, but you know, for the whole day, I was just bricking it because I was like, what if I miss like a really crucial moment because my, my aperture is not working? So you know, kudos to anyone that can, anyone that can do weddings full time, because I yeah. I can't. I can. <laughs> yeah, that's that's crazy. I remember um, one of my favourite stories from a shoot. Yeah, go on. And of course, being chased just recently in the city. Uh, <laughs> I remember I was in New Zealand and I was at a local estuary and it was low tide. Yeah absolutely stunning morning i actually before i restarted my channel i had i did little bits in the field videos is what i called them and they were absolute rubbish because i was like 15 16 (laughs) and i was really bad at talking to cameras i thought i was really good but i was actually horrible uh but (laughs) 
Yeah, I had um, I had, I was at the estuary and I I set up my camera and everything and I had a second tripod for uh, my phone that I was filming on, and I noticed that these seagulls are circling me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> seagulls here, like they're gen- generally quite you know tamed, you know you, yeah, not many yeah, people yeah. get attacked, but. These seagulls started, or this one seagull started sweeping me, and uh, it actually turned out I was in a seagull breeding ground because uh, it was <laughs> really low tide and it was muddy, and obviously there were eggs everywhere around me, buried under the sand or something. Really? And anyway, so this one seagull starts sweeping me, and for five minutes I'm just trying to scare it away by swinging my second tripod in the air at it, oh and God. then. Uh, you know, uh, two, three minutes of of this one seagull swooping me, it flies away into the distance. And then about, I'm okay for like 10 minutes and I kind of think that they've gone now and le- leaving me alone. But I look out <laughs> into the horizon 10 minutes later and I see this whole army of seagulls coming <laughs> at me. And there's about a hundred seagulls coming at me and this one <laughs> seagull that has been trying to scare me away has gone off and spoken to a superior officer and just said, hey mate, just then you know, there's someone attacking our breeding ground. And so now they're all coming out and charging at me. And for the next 20 minutes, I'm just swinging my tripod like oh, a madman, trying to scare these. Terrifying. Oh my God, it was so terrifying. But now I look at it and it is hilarious. So funny. Great. I probably have some of the footage somewhere. But Oh, you've uh, got to publish that is so as, as, I mean, how would you know you're walking on a seagull breeding ground? Exactly. <laughs> and like considering like most of the time, even though there's no obvious sign of water, like you can't see water except yeah, for the yeah, puddles yeah. of in the mud. So that's yeah. how you know it is sometimes under underwater so i thought if it's underwater like of course like there's not going to be any eggs or anything but yeah i looked it up and apparently it is a breeding ground for seagulls so yeah that kind of explained it a little bit uh afterwards i thought that was completely hilarious so yeah that's not any of your stories i've got that is incredible (laughs) um so if you've you've got to publish it Oh mate, uh, I, it's like years old. It's probably on, it's probably on my old hard drive, which is like formatted for Mac, and I've lost the hard drive, so I've oh. lost the footage, sadly. But oh, that's yeah. such a shame. Amazing, that is incredible. Thank you for sharing that. That's trumped any of my stories. That's so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, oh, it's just being a landscape photographer. I mean, landscape photographer. I don't do that much, but uh, yeah, no, it's. It, you're totally out in nature. I mean, I hope to be out in nature at some point, but it's like, you, you know, you never really know what's going to happen. I love that as yeah. well. I really do love that. It's so much fun being out and just, you know, seeing the scene change from, you know, yeah. blue to pink in, yeah. in space of five minutes. It's so magical to seeing how everything changes so drastically and quickly and it's yeah. so much fun and it's, it's something that i just would love to do for the rest of my life of course yeah uh, but you know it's something that you got to work out you i'm trying to build my hustle yeah hustle is a <laughs> it's hard to come up for me but you just know you just got to keep doing it don't don't give exactly. up with it It'll, exactly. you keep you keep persistent with it you'll it'll definitely happen yeah, especially with wheels, it's got to happen. Yeah, it's gonna happen. Yeah. So, what are your some of your uh, goals for twenty twenty one? So, um, I was thinking about this because obviously, um, before before we chatted, you sent across some of the things you wanted to talk about, which was really really helpful. And I was thinking about goals for twenty twenty one, and it's something I think about anyway. Um, but I guess I, I spent awful. I spent last year. I mean, with everything happening, it was on my head down. It was just trying to build build um the media agency up bar media up and you know keep it growing even though it was tough times and you know on the back burner i kind of my instagram took a took a took a hit in terms of the time i was focusing on it and as as you're as, you, as i'm sure you're, you're you know um if you stop 
on Instagram, you know, kind of Instagram stops on you and you kind of lose engagement. And, you know, I know, I know it's all a bit of a game, isn't it? But um, my Instagram took a bit of a, took of a, took a bit of a hit while I was focused on other things. So I really wanted to make this year, 2021, um, although it's still about building my business and, you know, I've got a couple other great projects coming out as well along with that we built as part of Bell Media, which is going to be super exciting for the photography community, which I'm really, really excited for. Um, but I guess one of my, my personal goals is to really get back on, and it's something I've been focusing on for the last six months, is really get back on my kind of social media, making, you know, posting on Instagram more and, you know, trying to bring more value there. But also, uh, which is why I was super, super, super excited when you asked me to do this, is film more videos you know, I've been I'm trying to make a video every week now, you know, trying to, I, it's become a very apparent to me that as part of the photography kind of industry and the photography community as, as a, as a whole is that there's, there's an awful lot of people here and, you know, I want to continue to, to stand out. And one of the ways I think I want to do that is by you know, helping more people, you know, yeah. teaching on teaching online, you know, doing videos, trying to bring more value to people and that's something I really want to focus on this year is trying to keep growing my social presence personally um, and film more videos and bring more value to people other than just my landscape photography, you know, you know, give people an insight into kind of the, uh, the photography industry in the creative industry, you know, how can people start and build their own businesses, etc. I'd love to do more of that. Um, so that's my personal goal for, for 2021, along with kind of the other projects I've got, got going on at the moment. Yeah, definitely. I think that's, yeah, that's the main one. I think. Yeah, that's great. Like, um, I was listening to a podcast recently, uh, landscape photography podcast with Nick Page. I think it was, and he was talking about. Oh, yeah. His guest was talking about, like, earning money in photography, and yeah. he said that there's a lot of money in the experience of photography but there's yeah. not a lot of money in landscape photography itself. You know, yeah. the, you know, uh, bringing value to others, there's a mm. lot of want for that, you know, the experience yeah. of landscape photography. But yeah, 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 no, so I think that's great. You know, I, w I remember when you used to do your vlogs on location <laughs> vlogs. Uh, I would always think when I was watching it, I don't know what it was if it was a bracelet or something or an attachment on the camera, but always whenever you oh. move the camera, it sounded like there was Tic Tac shaking or something. Oh, <laughs> it's basically my, one of my other, my first Sony cameras was a, one of the small mirrorless cameras and it had the, the camera strap attached to it. And that was what was jingling. And it, I don't, I don't know why I didn't, notice it myself or you know do anything about it because it's a camera strap i could have taken it off but i don't know i don't even notice it until years later i, I cringely watch those kind of old vlogs and i've kept them up yeah for nostalgia you have to you have the tinkering yeah i've always um, like i've always loved those on location videos uh but yeah. honestly when i was watching your video that was really all that I could focus on was the jingling of your camera strap. But, uh, oh. yeah, no, I, um, I loved, I love your videos. So good. And I, your old <laughs> ones as well, even though it did sound like you were shaking Tic Tacs all the time. Yeah, it's uh, all I, was doing. I, 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 I thought they were great. I think that, uh, you really do have a chance at, you know, creating something amazing with your YouTube and cause you got such a, well, I think is a pretty large following on Instagram. Uh, I think that you really could build something amazing on YouTube. And that's why I genuinely am so excited to see what you get up yeah. to on Instagram, on YouTube, sorry. And yeah, there are so many UK photographers. I mean, I yeah. every Thursday for me, it'd be Wednesday for you, I sit down and watch Thomas Heaton on my TV. Oh, he's, you like, oh it's amazing. So you, you watch Thomas Heaton, yeah, yeah. Classic. Yeah, no, he I've been watching him since he started and he's so good. You know, I love his stuff. Yeah, and yeah, I have yeah. his photography book actually. And yeah, no, Thank there you. were so many great UK photographers, UK YouTubers as well. And it's so, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, I'm genuinely excited to see what you get up to on, on YouTube. You. Yeah. I, I, re I really hope that I, 
although I'm kind of doing it all myself, I, I, I think it's going to be this time I've, I've got more, a more clear direction than what I want to do. And obviously I've, I've done a lot of learning over the years. So hopefully I can definitely, you know, give it a proper run this time. Like, like you do, which is I, I want the kind of, I want to have the same commitment that you do. You have to your YouTube, like trying to produce weekly, trying to, I want to go back out in the field and film kind of in the field stuff, you know, guiding people through kind of the whole workflow from, you know, getting a brief from a client or how to get a client to how to, um, you know, how to quote for that client to how to plan that shoot for that client and then going out and shooting and the, how to take all the shots. And, and then I, and then go back and how do you process the photos? You know, how do you edit them all? And then how do you like, give them over to the client? And, you know, I want to do that whole span, that whole workflow. I think yeah. that'll be, I think, cause again, a part of my kind of struggle when I was trying to get into the photography industry was, you know, lack of material. There's there's plenty of material out there for out there getting out there and shooting, and plenty of stuff out there for how to edit and everything like that, which is all very very great. But you know, I think for me, one key like missing component is like how do you make a living from it? How do you do it full time? Yeah. So I'd like to, I'd definitely like to help people more with that kind of stuff because there's so many, so many talented photographers, so many talented creatives out there that um, you know, that have the talent to do it. So I'd love to, you know, be able to help them. Yeah, no, you've definitely found a gap in the market there, mate. It's, I've always, (laughs) like, for me, I've always found it quite hard to get clients. And I know what most people would find it hard to get clients. Yeah. Yeah, It's still a a challenge for me, like, every day, like, trying to build everything. It's one of the biggest things is, you know, we're getting a continual pipeline of people wanting to work with you. So um, I completely, I completely feel you. Yeah, no, fair enough. Have you ever thought about like, uh, you know, starting to sell prints of your work or create a photo yeah. or anything? Yeah, definitely. I, I, I did. I, I did have a little bit of success selling prints probably a few years ago now. Okay. Like it was one of the, again, one of the first things I explored trying to when trying to make money in photography for the first time is selling prints. Um, and yeah, I, again, I'd just like to. You know, upscale that i've got a lot of attention with kind of my like bar media and everything that's going on there so i guess the print kind of side of things would be a more personal kind of endeavor which i'd love to do have you ever heard of a an instagrammer called yantastic i don't think so well you have to check him out he's got a unique style but his kind of print side of his business is super interesting and that's kind of the, the area i'd like to explore he has like a whole you just have to check it out, and anyone watching, if you if you yeah. look at Yan Tan on Instagram, he he does it so well. And I'd love to sell prints. I noticed you made you made a post the other day about it, kind of asking whether people would be interested in prints. Yes, I um I recently attended a class, a creative business class with uh, Ryan Panovsky. I don't know if you follow him on Instagram, but he does photos of the ocean. Uh, and Amazing. runs a business on selling tapestries of his work and prints wow. of his work. He just said, like, one of the best ways to really get started and know if it's time to start selling your work is to do a poll on your Instagram. Uh, surprisingly, like, I barely got any votes, but surprisingly it was 75% yes. Uh, so I might I might look into, you know, upgrading, because I use Squarespace for my website, so I might yeah. look at upgrading to a e-commerce uh format and trying to sell some of my work but at the yeah. moment uh, I've got a couple of possible print sales lined up with uh, some locals of Clove Valley Beach so yeah no I've done like in the past uh, I've done a I've done a market at a market called Glee Markets and I sold maybe two postcards so I make postcards but the thing is like that area is you know really young people so yeah, there's yeah, not many yeah, people yeah. that would be up for it, but I think there's, you know, there's definitely different places that I could do markets that I would probably get a few more sales. And I'm looking at that as well because I really do want to go ahead and try to get my work out there more. But also, I think that a lot of the reason why I haven't found that much success with selling prints is because I need to improve my photography. And that kind of, you know, that, that hit me. So I think that I really need to get out there and shoot more. So that's why I'm so excited to get my driver's license. I have to buy a van and turn it into, you know, a, 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 a mobile home. 
Uh, so I yeah. can travel around Australia and see different areas. Oh, and cool. yeah, no, it'd be, it'd be the dream. It'd be the dream. But, that's sick. No, that's awesome. Oh, mate, I hope you do that. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Well, I, I'd love to, you know, creating videos as well for me. It's so much fun. So I'd love to, you know, bring along the audience and create a, yeah. kind of a series on the on the van life. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's cool. As long as, it's coming, as, long as, as long as you're enjoying it, it's coming from the heart. You know, you're not just creating it for the sake of you know, trying to get money or whatever. Then I think that's amazing. And you, you're always going to find someone that's going to be interested and I mean that is interesting. That's like, that's so I definitely I'd love that to follow along with that. Yeah, that's well. Thanks, mate. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's been a dream of mine for quite some time, and I think that uh, yeah, I've been also thinking about shooting some film as well recently. I recently yeah. got into a guy called Nick Carver, which is a okay. uh, US-based photographer, and he goes around yeah. shooting these beautiful film photos and you know he talks about each photo uh and as he takes them and it's just amazing the quality of those photos like you can yeah. see the logo of a chip packet through the window and that's crazy yeah, yeah no it's so awesome if you if you haven't seen it seen his stuff yet i highly recommend it nick carver oh, yeah look. yeah no so yeah uh that's honestly sick yeah i i hope that's i hope you do all that that'd be so awesome to see yeah and i think that's it mate it's just consistency isn't it just keep exactly. on trying things iterating don't don't just stop or, or give up and, and you'll and, you'll, and we'll get there both of us we're both on, <laughs> we're both mate, on you're already pretty much there <laughs> well, it's amazing goals to shift i think there's there's um as i said i'm very humbled by what i can do but you know, it's it's an, I I want to do so much more as well. So I'm mean, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited for both of us to see what we see what we keep on doing. Yeah, because you've come on so, you've come on so far since I've known you as well. It's it's crazy. Your photography has improved. No, you you have genuinely. Thanks, dude. I really appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, no, I I mean, of course, you've improved drastically. I remember when I first start we first started talking about three four years ago. You are. Mm. Uh, you were shooting with a good old Nikon D three hundred, like I was. It's a good camera. I love it. Still oh yeah, no, day. it's great. Like it's been so good for me for the past years. Uh, but you know, it's time for me to upgrade. I'm thinking about getting. What are you gonna upgrade? Five D Mark IV. I'm looking at. Oh, so, nice. Yeah, and have the you know the the king of all setups. You know, the sixteen to thirty five, twenty four to seventy, yeah. seventy to two hundred. Uh, yeah, that's definitely the dream, <laughs> but yeah, it's an expensive awesome. dream. But you know, what <laughs> else? What what is isn't what isn't an expensive dream these days? Yeah, 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 yeah. Everything is expensive, but uh, especially photography, though. But oh, so worth it, mate. That's gonna be sick. I hope you. That'd be so good. Yeah, no, it's definitely it, it's you know something I'm working towards now. But um, yeah, no. So, what do you do? You have any travel plans that were maybe like ruined by COVID, or <laughs> when, do you have any travel plans at all? My best, no. My best one was um, I was meant to go to Spain last March. That's March. awesome. Yeah, that was my that was my travel for the year planned. Um, but COVID got in the way and literally went into like a national lockdown the yeah. day that I was meant to go to Spain. So uh, I'd love to get back. I'd love to go out back out there, which would be lovely. Um. Right now, I'm kind of taking each day as it comes with travel. Um, I'm lucky that I can continue to travel here on, yeah. under the basis of work, so I can drive about and I can go to locations and shoot as long as it's yeah. for, for work purposes. So right now, I'm actually spending the most of my time kind of trying to find places I haven't been to before in, in Devon and Cornwall, exploring new places because you know it's incredible how many places are on your on your doorstep, right? Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I, I thought. Yeah. I thought I knew Devon and Cornwall well, but yes, I've been just just by going on a map and zooming in and looking for places. Um, you know, I've found so many cool hidden spots. So, you know, most of my travel revolves around the local area at the that's, moment. That's awesome. I mean, like, it's great to know your local area as well. Yeah. Like, I know for me, because I rely on public transport, I don't really go anywhere that really takes a long time on public transport because I do generally like to shoot sunrise, sunset you know, those golden yeah. hours, twilight hours. And of course, if I, you know, go to Cronulla, which is about two hours train ride, you know, down, yeah. uh, uh, it means I'm going to be, you know, <laughs> home at 
1 a.m. Um, <laughs> so it's a bit it's a bit hard for me, but um, I, I know that there are so many local areas around my place yeah, that yeah. I haven't shot at before and have been on my list to shoot at for quite some time. So. Yeah, you know, it's always great to explore your local area, and that's that's so great that you're you know you're using your GPS, Google Maps to find. <laughs> yeah, your yeah. I I think that's what yeah. most photographers do do these days. Google Maps yeah, is exactly. so good. Zoom, hey. Google Maps, Google Maps. <laughs> isn't I think it's really good, and I think it's a COVID, isn't COVID a great opportunity to kind of do that and you know make the most of the local area you live in, and yeah. it's it is nice to see everyone kind of exploring what they have on their doorstep where everyone especially over here is so like in a hurry to shoot off to the lake district or scotland whereas now you're seeing people kind of making the most of where they live and you know that's nice because everyone's got lovely things on their doorstep so yeah that's my travel plans um aside from that when life opens back up i'd love to head over to france and that's been that's been um on my list of things to do but covid hit last year um and it continues to hit so um, I'd love to go to France and the Italy, the Italian coast, and Iceland are all on the kind of the list of places I love. Oh, mate, yeah. Iceland has been on my list for since I was, you know, seven years old probably. It's just really like, mate. It's been on my yeah. list since since photography. I wanted to go, and yeah. I still haven't. I really, really want to. So, um, hopefully, hopefully I can soon. That'd be that'd be so awesome. Yeah, Iceland. Oh, and um. Yeah, no, get some tours with uh, Thor Photography. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you watch Thomas Heaton, you're going to know who, yeah, I, who he, I'm talking he about. Gets it's amazing. Yeah, that's, so, that's great. Yeah, my travel plans are mostly dreams, but yeah. hopefully, hopefully we can. And mate, Australia. I'd love to come out to, to Yeah, Australia. I was going to ask, when are you going to get down here, mate? Obviously post-COVID, yeah. but... <laughs> I'd love to come out to Australia. It's um again, so the gu- the two guys that um I started Bar Media with, um, Ben and Tab, they've both like travelled around Australia when they were younger and they're always telling me how awesome it is as well. And then you've got, you're telling me how awesome it is and I've got to come out and mate, I'm I wanna do that. So that's also that's also on my list of places to come because I'm that's sure awesome. you can show me some incredible spots. Oh uh, yeah, I've gotta I've gotta explore the incredible spots myself first. But yeah, <laughs> Um, but I've I've heard so much about England because I've I've got a I've got a few good friends mm. that are from England and you know I love England English accents so much. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of my favourite accents. But uh, yeah, I've heard so much about it. Just you know the beautiful old kind of old yeah. style buildings and the it, the you know the beautiful brick streets it's just it's something that i've always wanted to see and photograph so i'm gonna try and get down there once all this calms down hopefully that's soon with vaccinations rolling out uh so when you oh that'd be so cool stay here stay with me i'll I'll take you about i'll show you (laughs) yeah that'd be awesome i mean i don't really have anyone else so Yeah. yeah, really come down, stay, and, we'll, and I'll show you around it. But that'd be that'd be absolutely sick. That'd be great. Genuinely, like almost like a, like a dream for me because it's sort of like it's a, it's it's incredibly relationships you can build like on on the internet. These yeah. it's just nuts. Like, <laughs> I mean, that'd be wouldn't that be so cool? We could go adventure around. And, you know, we met each other on Instagram. And I mean, and we've only ever like before this, we've only ever called once. And I no. can barely even remember what we spoke about, but yeah, no, and that was years ago. So it's yeah. it's so great that you know you can build this kind of friendship on yeah. on social media uh, when you don't even know the person and you live you know thousands of kilometers away from each other, and to the point where yesterday is for you now. <laughs> so it's still Wednesday. It's eleven o'clock now here. Eleven p.m. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so uh, one one last thing, I wanted to ask what you uh kind of look for in your photos when you're out on location. What are, what's something that you kind of scope out? And yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So it's increasingly become about trying to tell a story alongside the photo. So not it's not just about the landscape. It's you know what was I doing there? What kind of what was the, my thoughts on my mind and you know, telling that story alongside it 
I love people in landscapes, not necessarily portraits, but like putting people in landscapes and, you know, showing scale, showing depth. And um, that's one of the things I always look for in photos is how can I, how can I tell a story? You know, how can I be more than just a landscape photo? Um, and then how can I do that with the photo, not just the words with it and people, you know, trying to feature you know, that in it is, is definitely something I look for a lot. Um, because, you know, when people have never visited the place or they're looking to be inspired by a place, you know, just seeing a landscape um, doesn't necessarily, um, sometimes it does, um, but doesn't necessarily always convey the full meaning. And there are some amazing, talented landscape photographers that can do yeah. that without people. But for me, I've always been inspired by seeing someone in that physical location and amazed because suddenly you can see this tiny person in this massive, and somehow I, I want to be there. I want to yeah. shoot there. Yeah. That's something I've carried forward in my work and I love, I always look for. Where can I stand the person? <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Off. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. scale is so hard to build up in landscapes, I find. So it's so great that you have found a, a great way to show that scale. And yeah. I mean, that, that shows real, uh, you know, ingenuity and... Uh, creativity in your photography and so yeah good on you for that uh i'm gonna i think we'll uh finish this up uh here have you have you got anything else to add or you're good (laughs) (laughs) i think it's been really fun to chat i hope you've i hope you've enjoyed it as well i've certainly have it's as i said it's nuts that we we spoke years ago on on skype i think it was and here we are can we still friends still chatting about photography mate it's, it's just super exciting so no i i, I it was great to chat and I, I in all honesty i keep forgetting that we're recording so. yeah i i mean i've been i've been checking my stuff on my other screen just making sure the audio is all good and everything but uh yeah no it felt like a genuinely good conversation and you know it kind of felt like we weren't recording a little bit until i looked over at the other screen but yeah no it's been so much fun and i do look forward to bringing you back on the show if we do keep this f2.8 photography podcast going well definitely i'm really looking forward to seeing your other ones with other people because i something i've really got into recently is like podcasts and you know hearing i love hearing what other people are up to and what they're doing and you can learn so much from it so i'll be so i was so excited to hear who else you can have on here yeah i've got i've got a few people in mind but uh, yeah, I got to reach out to them first. Anyway, thank you so much for joining us, and thank you guys for tuning in to the first episode of F two point eight Photography Podcast. Now, if you're tuning in on YouTube, please do consider subscribing to me and Will. I will leave Will's social medias down in the description below. And if you're tuning in on Spotify, which I'm not sure I'm going to upload to Spotify just yet, but subscribe to the Photography Podcast. And yeah, thank you all so much for tuning in and we'll see you next time.